0: Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics. I love them. But today, we're not talking about comics as much. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, my friend Hannah Bader and I are going to be talking about our favorite pieces of pop culture that we encountered in 2022. So, make sure to check out Cameron Reads Comics on Instagram and YouTube. Also, please make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes so more people can check out the show. Now, here's your episode. And welcome back to Cameron Reads Comics. My name is Cameron. I don't just read comics. I love them. But today we're not even going to be... We are talking about comics, but we're talking about so much more. This is an annual, I think, third annual one we've done. uh, Best of the year. Where my friend Hannah and I are going to be talking about our favorite pieces of pop culture within the year 2022. Happy 2023. Here's how we are celebrating. Hi, Hannah. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm so good. Uh, Hannah reminded me that this episode exists because I've been so bad at the podcast. But the goal for 2023 is 26 podcasts a year. So we're going to every other week format. And for 2020, or what am I saying? For 2023 still. 2023. <laughs> for YouTube. So I'm doing a, a podcast every other week and a YouTube video every other week. So I have time to edit both. I don't have to. It's easier to do fifty two pieces of content mm-hmm. a year than a hundred and four. Yeah, then, that makes sense. And so, you know what? I'm actually right now I can tell you guys all. I am booked through for podcast and YouTube. I think I'm nine I'm I'm into September. So Whoa. That's how ahead I had it That am. went fast. I have like seven YouTube video and podcasts in the can right now, like ready to be edited. So they've been recorded, which is the best. So that's, that's the good part of this. And then when I catch up, instead of going into 2024, we don't need to do that. I can just start filling in. Right. Right, right. Right. So, yeah. So there we go. Um. Now here we are. We eliminated a category. We did. And that is best podcast. Hannah, is there, did you have like, was there, were you bummed at this? Uh, You getting rid of that category? No. Did you you have a brand new 2022 podcast? I did not. I didn't either. No. And
1: honestly, even the ones that I'm a repeat listener, they were all great, but nothing that I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about
0: this. I'm like, if you don't listen to armchair expert already, frankly, turn this off and listen to that because that's. I'm like, that's bad publicity, but okay. You know what? I'm I'm a bad boy now. That's the difference of 2023, Cameron. Is I'm, I'm toxic boy. Is I'm bad a boy. Toxic 2023 20, year old. I'm well, thanks t- for having me back for this one. Yeah, no, thanks for bringing it to my attention that we could do this. Yeah, <laughs> um, I couldn't miss an opportunity
1: to give my unsolicited. It's solicited. <laughs>
0: I'm asking. I'm prompting. Okay, so first category, we're I think okay. Let me just tell you guys the categories before we go into them. Best album as in music, best musical album, best TV show, best comic book TV show, best movie, best comic book movie. And then I do two comic book ones. And then we're going to talk about one thing in 2023 we're looking forward to. So, there we go. Uh Hannah, you can go first. What was your best Thank album you. of 2022?
1: um my best album is american heartbreak by zach bryan you were the i think i'm
0: pretty sure you're the second person that or you may have told me this already
1: that that was gonna be my album or I've i'm the heard, second person who said that was the best
0: one i don't listen to country music and yeah. i've heard of this album which oh, I is love that! big for me
1: yeah well it's also funny because you don't like him because every time Jimmy and I would listen to him, you would you don't like his mute, like you think it's too sad.
0: No, I think Tyler Childers is the most depressing voice in country music.
1: Well, those two do get compared quite often. Well, it's not that they his have a similar. What's album name again? I'm just making. it. <laughs> <a, laughs> it's not really that they have a similar music. I don't or like voice. I just think that the style of music that's what when when people want to like loop artists all into one category those two tend to be sort of the ones that get named for whatever that that genre of country music is um but i yeah i really honestly it i wanted i went through all the albums and i really wanted to give you like a really like i wanted to be really cool and give you like a really cool choice but it's just so freaking good. Oh, really? I just cool. couldn't. I was like, it's I it's just it's stupid for me to be trying to find something else when this is like for me the album I've listened to probably at least a song every single day from it.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I know. And I saw him live, which was amazing. And Did you, did you cry? Um I feel like close. I'm, I
0: feel like I feel like sometimes seeing i saw one of my favorite artists this year father john misty and he played my favorite song and it was like spiritual i was like oh wow this is like i feel so connected to you
1: yeah there was there was one song that i was like on the edge there but no (laughs) (laughs) no tears were actually shed
0: oh here's a good question off the top of your head yeah uh the best concert of 2022 that you went to
1: well that leans into my honorable mention oh
0: well, wait, Sh- do before, i should i go before, there now or no because you know what i'm gonna before say that, do you have any anything um we talked about this and then i looked at that wasn't my honorable mention but oh to, do you have anything more to say about american heartbreak also hide, um hide your list from me
1: oh um <laughs> i didn't see it but oh my God, i to. <laughs> just left my whole list out yeah. for him to peek at Whoopsies. um no i would just say that He's very slowly becoming very popular. He's not mainstream, which I like. I think hearing him on the radio would be... It would be strange, but... He's so talented and he writes all his own songs and his lyrics are beautiful. He's like a poet oh in his she writing. She did a
0: chef's kiss, like, like a <laughs> boom <vavoom> Italian <laughs> motion with her hand describing I didn't that.
1: really mean to, but I did. But it's so uh, It just came, that came so natural to me. That's how I feel about him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I just want to sing him his praises. That's all. Oh, that's beautiful. You want to flip
0: the script? <laughs> and be the poet? Yeah, you want yeah. to say what I do? <laughs> that's I would if I could. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And then what's your honorable mention? Am I, am I diving into yeah, it? Yeah, you can now, Unless you have anything more to say about Zach Bryan.
1: No, no, no. I just didn't want to take anything away from you. No, no. I know I'll, go that... I'll go into mine because okay. they're different too. Okay. So best concert of the year, although I will say when I saw the Zach Bryan concert, it was at like a little one day country festival and Casey Musgraves also performed and also Willie Nelson. So that was a really That's, wow. great day. Great. Great day. Wow. However, I, it's not my favorite concert okay. because... Because... My favorite concert by far to the absolute and complete indebted in your favor forever <laughs> was Kendrick Lamar.
0: Yeah, that was
1: Cameron took me to with our
0: friend Jake. And It was his first concert. Jake's is, first concert. Yeah. Not was, Kendrick Lamar's. It was Kendrick Lamar's was first concert. <laughs> Even on this album, he references a different tour, but this was his first <laughs> <laughs> But oh man, it was the Big Steppers tour. Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. Great great concert we were lucky enough to get a box that yeah was very fortunate and that
1: album was my second i would I, that was like my close second in terms of like of albums from this year but um but yeah i i best night best that concert was so fun. he we, was just spectacular
0: i like think about that because that changed so much that was my first no it wasn't even my first hip-hop concert but that was like one of the first times i was ever like wow like yeah it's not often that i've been to a show that i can really feel the audience in that way because like when he played uh oh my gosh backseat freestyle he, you couldn't even oh, hear him the audience no. was screaming the lyrics screaming. and it was um and it and, and, was,
1: and, it, and we were okay with it
0: we were it okay. okay we were screaming <laughs> yeah
1: we, we, were we were so annoying we were at a
0: box <laughs> and we were with people that i work with and people that i don't know and so but we were just getting after it and like we knew every word to every song. It was so yeah, good. Yeah,
1: we definitely deserve to be there. And oh. a lot of the other people
0: in the box. <laughs> you can say, I'm not going to confirm Didn't. it or not. <laughs> We're perfect and they're not. Okay. Which leads me to any other transition, which is my best album of the year. Um, So I work at a cubicle and I listen to, I watch movies all day and I listen to a lot of music. Oh my God. Um, and that, what that means is that, so I listen to a lot of music, and I listen to. Uh, I find really weird bands like Spotify Wrapped called my my genre of music Hedge Vampire. All right. And I'm like, I love this branding for myself, but I'm <laughs> that like, was
1: part of your rebranding, huh? Yeah,
0: I've been rebranding, uh-huh. guys, uh, uh-huh. and so just personally and. I was, like, I was like, okay, this is my new... It's goth Vampire. That's what it called me. And I'm like, oh wow. Oh, my God. I'm like, this is basically the Twilight book series. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not Edward. I'm more like Jacob, but the internet Ooh. meme where he's like, hola, loca. <laughs> I'd say that's my actual brand. So what a reference. That is... I'm like, I'm like, I'm not Edward Cohen. We all know. I'm like the weird vampire baby. <laughs> like, Ew. According to Spotify, but... I haven't seen that far into the series. I just know it happens. <laughs> my mental image of that, anyways. Anyways, I'm actually getting... So So I found this band I listened to. I also realized this year that all my favorite music, the most I listen to, is like weird synth. Um, it's all influenced by Interpol and New Order. So it's like all the 80s stuff, like the, the, the Joy Division, but most specifically New Order, that sound. I found this little band in Irvine. Uh, it they're called they're called Castle Beat. It's one guy and him and his girlfriend. I found out because I always go deep in the rabbit holes. Him and his girlfriend started their own record label, which is called Spirit Goth, and they signed <laughs> a bunch of like these little like artists. But he like I'm like oh my gosh. When I was alone in my apartment, when I'm reading comics, I always like play music in the background, and so uh-huh. I played his album. Uh his first two albums and then he came out with a third or a fourth one this year and it's called half-life and it became my number one album of the year like on spotify and i was like oh my gosh this is so good uh it's just such a freaking great album great sound i feel like you can hear my heartbeat in the mic um because i'm a vampire I and- oh, say so there's
1: such a vampire theme right now with your your music case and half-life album and yeah.
0: goth and oh it's it's, it's so- like you belong in portland And like when I hear it respectfully, it's like that one and it's, it's, it's castle beat, which is, he's so good. So the album is half life. I love Mm -hmm. it. And I love the culture surrounding it. And it is so, uh, that label too. I just have found is so good. There's an artist called sea lemon on it. That's really good. Uh, it's just this random little niche I found. So I love him. And that album was my number one album of the year. Uh, but then my honorable mention is a Long Beach native, oh, Vince Staples. Ramona Park uh, broke my heart. Oh,
1: how did I forget about that album?
0: Yeah, well, I'm so I'm so thankful for you. No, but I'm glad I like bringing I'm, that back up. I cause so I've been I also have been running so much this year, and like I was training for a half marathon, but I realized I ran like hundred miles in in mm-hmm. prep for that half, mm-hmm. and that album that's what was on. I was like I I, I just because the the runs get so long they're like I'm not gonna switch the song so I'll just throw on an album and then whatever the radio is after that, but that album is so freaking good. It is so freaking good. Like
1: oh, wow, I'm kind of mad at myself. Well, hey, we we picked but it thank, up. No, that's what you're. That's what that's what you're here for.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here, and that we balance. Uh, but I, yeah. thought your
1: honor- I thought we had the same honorable mention. Yeah, I thought
0: so too. And then I looked at my list and I was like, oh wait, no, I'm so glad. Because I had to look up what albums came out this year and then it's like Spotify Wrapped helps but Right. Because like, it's also, you know, you're never just listening to the, what's coming out that year. Same with movies. It's like I'm never just right. watching. Right, you're watching, yeah. What what has come out in the past. And so, yeah, those are my two. Those are your two. Awesome, awesome. Um, Okay, Hannah, best TV show. Hmm. What is your best non-superhero TV show?
1: Okay, so I'm pretty sure if... I think I do this every single time we f- record this episode because I never know if I'm supposed to give an answer that's like a oh, brand, brand new, new show, yeah. show that came out in 2022 or like a season that was released in 2022. So I wrote down
0: both, okay, I think but we can, can do what uh, either one's fine. New okay. season. Cause because this is inspired, this whole idea of this podcast is inspired by one of my, my favorite podcasts, Geek History Lesson. They just go over their best of the years, and they always do seasons of shows. So if it's up, okay. you can do both, but one's your honorable mention, and then you can literally say one sentence about your other honorable mention you wrote down. Fair?
1: I don't actually have an honorable mention oh, just, TV show, because I just option. had those two. Okay, yeah. cool. I have, so I have honorable mentions, so. My... Well, that's. I mean, then that works because. Okay, whatever it's you like. <laughs> whatever you like. Um, my okay. So TV show, I put um, Stranger Things season four. Oh wow. Um, I I had the best time watching that season. Yeah. It was spooky, just enough. Yeah. Because I'm sensitive. Yeah. And she's d- toxic, but she's not that toxic. <laughs> Um, it was so good. It was just so good. I just love where they're going with it. I love where it's going to end. I don't know where it's going to end. But I, just mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just mean I know. I don't know. What happens? <laughs> I know that we're just like really going in a good direction here. Okay. And next season's the last one. And so it's going to just be really like wrapped up with a little bow. Actually fact check that. But I'm pretty sure I know that it's the last one. But
0: I think you're right. I thought this one was the last one. But I'm pretty sure the next one is.
1: Um, And it, it was so good that I... It ended and I was like, I need to remember so much more. And so I rewatched the whole series right after I finished season four Yeah. and then did season four again. Um, It was just so good. Oh, that's great. It was they had they brought it. It's in California. I don't know. It was great. Yeah. Everybody's seen it. So I don't even know. I there's no reason for me to like talk that much about it because everyone already has.
0: Oh, well, that's Res- respectfully, offensive. you know, not to step on anyone's toes. It's not offensive. My, my ex and I loved like, that was her thing. And oh. she got me into it. So I'm like, you know what? I associate. And like, not that I, I love the show, but I'm like, you know, it just, I, it reminds you of that point in my life. And I'm like, I well, don't what's like nice that. is
1: eventually it won't. And then you can
0: watch it all at once.
1: Then you can go back. <laughs> so By the time season five comes out, oh my gosh. we will be
0: able to give it a new Branding, yeah, and I don't have a negative association with my ex and that, you know, it was a great time, but I'm almost like, uh, like I don't need that, you know, I, I'm not trying to go back to that place, but um, but maybe you just need to like, so okay, fit. so like because every single time The Crown comes
1: back out with a new season, there's been such a gap that I'm like, oh, I'm just not really in the mood for this, and it takes me like an episode or two to get back in, and then I'm so happy, but oh you really gosh. have to push through, maybe you just need to
0: push through. You're a Netflix gal, really, that's what I'm getting. Because I don't even I realize though with Netflix I mm. never finish their stuff Like I, I'm having a hard time Finishing Wednesday I'm actually The only
1: two I've ever Really stuck through That are Netflix shows Are Stranger Things And The Crown
0: And you know I started The Crown this year Didn't even get past season one But it was good Yeah it's amazing It's solid But I'm like I don't have this I was like I was like I've seen these actors before And I'm like Oh they're famous from The Crown I just forget how big of a deal it is It's huge all right. Okay. What's your second, your honorable mention, or what would have been the new show? So yeah.
1: So it was not really an honorable mention, but it, it was a new show that like season one yeah. pilot, right, 2022, yeah. which was Outer Range, and it's with Josh Brolin, and it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. And I've never heard of this. Yeah, I know a lot of people have not. Is it a cowboy show? Yes. Oh but sci-fi ish too.
0: Sci-fi cowboy, a little bit, That's a little hot. space cowboy-ish, we love but not that. really. It's but not of... at all, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't know how to ask a question about that.
1: It's, a- <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I. It's not space cowboy because it's not about space. Well, just watch it. You know, it's sci-fi cowboy is all I have to say. And you don't really know where it's going. You know, but I'd... then it goes into a story of line of things that I just love, which will come back up later in this episode. Uh, so all right. Stay tuned
0: <laughs> Stay tuned you have to watch it That's I guess it <laughs> um, It was really good it was one of those ones that
1: A couple of us watched at work and we were all pretty hyped On it so
0: oh great you guys I You know what I'm due to watch uh, Is Yellowstone Because <laughs> I've never watched it but it's also on two different Platforms which is annoying It's on Peacock and it's on Oh uh, what's it called uh, Paramount. Paramount
1: yeah and, and that's
0: true Paramount plus an underrated streaming service To the point which it its original series, The Offer, is my best show of the mm. year. It's a limited series. It's one people uh, love that. Uh, it, it's obviously one one series, one season. Uh, but it was it offers about the making of the Godfather, and it stars Miles Teller. And there's I thought okay, I don't, and I told Hannah this off air multiple times, but I don't think it was a great year for movies. But I think it was an excellent year for TV. I had the hardest time with the TV lineup because so many. Really? You had out. so
1: many good ones. Movies? No, TV shows. Like you just you. It was hard for you to choose. It was really you hard have, for me you to choose. I loved so many. I,
0: I have two honorable mentions that Ooh, I can barely mention. I'm excited. But uh, yeah, no. But the offer, the thing that actually set it apart for me is number one. I loved. I love The Godfather. I'm in mm-hmm. the camp of if you want to say it's the greatest film of all time, I'll probably side with you because I just love it that much. Uh, The Legacy, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, just all of it. Like, the one-two sequel of that movie is just so strong. And I watched them after this, after watching Mm. this series, which was so amazing. So, like, the making of, I think, Coppola and and his influence in the entire medium of film is just... It made me watch Apocalypse Now, which has been really good. Uh, Overall, just, like, a great, great... The influence of that movie, and I was like, can they actually make something about the making of and, mm-hmm. and like this thing too is uh paramount on paramount plus the godfather of the film is not even on there and so like i thought that was really it's on yeah. peacock which i found but um <laughs> but yeah no it was so, so so good uh miles teller plays the producer al Reddy who started in hogan's heroes and then he did um he did a couple other uh couple he he wrote the original script for the longest yard for what? For The Longest Yard. Oh. Yeah, like the Burt Reynolds movie. And so he his influence, the The show is based on his book. Uh, and yeah, no, it was really freaking good. Miles Teller did a great job, but the thing that it really set it apart for me and put it on my number one, because again, there was so much good TV this year, was, um, and it was neck and neck for, t- for my second choice. Uh, but- Is that going to be your honorable mention? Yep. Okay. It's the guy, the acting performance of- uh, Matthew Good as Bob Evans. Uh, he well, there's like actually the, the cast on this one was just amazing. But Matthew Good was the one who said it over the top. If for my comic book fans, if you've seen Zack Snyder's uh, Watchmen, he plays Ozymandias, which is I I found this guy to be in the best way unrecognizable. Hmm. He's a British actor and he pays he plays this guy, Bob Evans, who's the head of Paramount at the time, and he has like. The most nasally high-pitched voice, uh, but he's just kind of like a player, and he's just this big, larger-than-life character, and he's just so addictive to watch on screen, which was, I, I was like, oh my gosh, get, give this guy a Golden Globe. I thought he crushed, but then um Dan Fogler as Francis Ford Coppola, I also thought was really good, uh, but big props. Do you watch Grey's Anatomy? This might be a dumb question. Yes, of course. Okay, Justin Chambers ah yes okay he, i guess he's been in like every episode of that show or a bunch mm-hmm. of them Yes, yeah. he, he has i'd never heard of him and he played marlon brando and there's a scene where you see they have a meeting with marlon brando to get him to play the don and it, he becomes marlon brando i need to see or his him as brando becoming the don is one of the coolest scenes ever they actually used it as a market marketing material uh and I thought he was he, the the gravitas he brought to Marlon Brando, who is a larger than life character. I thought was amazing too. So why you do that? My honor- I just wanted to see what he looked like as him. Oh, he looks. Oh yeah, oh, he wow. looks amazing. And like, oh, it's, he's amazing. Wow. Cool. Uh, which brings me to my honorable mention. There's two. Wow, these are all original series on different platforms. Now I think about it. First one is Severance. That's my. That one was so good. Have you watched it? No. So I've recently this year too. I've been kind of leaning into uh, the difference between sci-fi and uh, space fantasy because I think a lot of people call Star Wars uh, sci-fi. It is not. It is space fantasy, uh, and just like the heady, like Dune is sci-fi. It's like mm-hmm. so heady, mm-hmm. so experimental. I think uh, Severance is like one of the best. Was Sci- that on Apple? It's Apple Apple okay. TV Plus. One of the best deliverance like deliveries. Ever of a sci-fi concept, and it's so stylized and it's so mid-century. It's just Adam Scott is amazing. Uh, the cast of that series is just they—they crush it.
1: Oh, you're right. There was a lot of TV this year.
0: And then my my second one that I can only go briefly, but the only sentence I have to say about it is it's the Dropout. I with, haven't seen that either. It's uh, what's her name? Oh my gosh, Anna, Ferris. No, mm. it's it was Justin know. Long's ex, but. She she plays uh I don't know. It's, Kendrick. A, it's a who no, no mm-hmm. no. It's you're <laughs> just naming any Anna. I, I feel like her name's not Hollywood. even Anna anymore, but she she crushed it. Uh and she's a mean girl, so she's the one who can tell the boobs with her weather or, and other way around. Weather with her oh, boobs.
1: Oh, Amanda Seyfried.
0: Amanda Seyfried yeah, see that's what I get. She dated Justin Long. Oh yeah, for a long time. Respectfully. Uh news to me. You know, but that throws it back to one of Hannah's favorite podcasts on a previous Best of the Year episode. There we go. Um, he does. And his first guest was who?
1: Are, we, are you talking about Life is Short?
0: Yeah, Life is Short. But do you remember who Justin Long's first guest was? No. Our favorite person? Sam Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's right. Yes. Yep. That was his first person his
0: first episode was with and you, came out swinging yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> and, um, God,
1: can we just but amanda say read all, of all i have to say about
0: the dropout is that it made me buy the book which has never happened before so it's based on a book and it made me buy it or no that's wrong <laughs> I'm confusing it with Dope Sick, but that came out in 2022. Your face. 2021.
1: was so good when you just realized you were wrong.
0: Hulu originals are amazing. Also, to shout out. Welcome to Chippendales. Okay.
1: Ugh, that's on my list.
0: Oh, it's good. And the podcast See, that's the is thing good. is
1: I had so many. I have so many TV shows on my watch list that I haven't gotten to yet because there's so many good ones. Like, yeah, I can't. I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but honorable mention the English. Also Amazon Prime. Also Western. Emily oh Blunt. God.
0: Oh, I, I, that's why I'd watch it. It's fantastic. She's amazing. She's amazing. I just Nobody knew
1: that that show was happening. And she freaking nailed it. I
0: didn't. I, I know. Was, just, until now. <laughs> but now What's I want to watch it because of her. Westerns are so popular right now. I love that. Um, some are saying that it's a comment that superhero movies are the modern Westerns. And I think that's true. Or it's like they're a dime a dozen and you know they're saturating the market and people can get sick of them. And then they're going to come back with a vengeance. But.
1: They are going to get sick of them. Yeah, I they agree. are. Yeah, We're definitely. We're almost. I'm I ter- think the Western whole how like Western's just been very popular for yeah. a couple of years. I think it's going to be, yeah, on its way out soon, yeah. for people who aren't
0: real, like me. Okay, <laughs> Hannah's like <laughs> Hannah's like I go on trips, but also I'm, like, I'm a horse girl. <laughs> yeah, Hannah's a horse girl. That's her rebranding.
1: <laughs> that's not. That's not even. Re- that's just like. An ode to my 12-year-old self.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, Uh, Hannah, best comic book TV series. And there was actually a lot of those, too, this year. Oh, it was so
1: easy to choose for me. Okay, who was it? No-brainer, Peacemaker.
0: Oh, wow. That's my honorable mention. Okay. Peacemaker, what'd you like about it?
1: It was hilarious. Yeah. It was... So, for me, I've really only ever, as I have probably mentioned on here before, I've only ever really dove into Marvel. Yeah. So this was my first like breakaway really that I was like mm. Sue. I mean, I've obviously I've seen a lot of DC, but I don't, I, I just have never felt like in love with it. Um But it was so not the comic book content I'm used to, which yeah. is much more serious. And-, yeah. <laughs> and even, I mean, even the, like the guardians, even like the humor of Marvel is so much more like family friendly and a little bit like young. And this is like, so crass and so hilarious, and so my style, yeah. Um, Wait, yeah, it, it was so fun, it was you know, just so fun.
0: You know, James Gunn, who did The Guardians, did Peacemaker, yes, okay. And he's redoing all the, of DC, all of it,
1: yeah. I do know those two things That's about. Job. And I had just seen actually the reason I watched it was because I just right a couple probably like a week before I came out had just watched The Suicide Squad, yeah, right,
0: yeah, yeah, it's The yeah. Suicide Squad, yeah, with. But with Peacemaker. yeah, not yeah.
1: the fr- not the old one. Yeah, no, not seriously the, the squad. fun one. Yeah, the good one. Um, and I loved, I loved it. Yeah, and yeah. so I was so excited. And then I think Jesse was like, "Well, then you're gonna want to watch Peacemaker." Yep. Um, and he was right.
0: Yeah, no, and Peacemaker was so good. It made a character that we we shouldn't like at all so fascinating. and in yeah. so much depth. And like this is the thing about Peacemaker too is I read the series. That's that's one that James Gunn like that's all the hope it gives me in DC is because that that original series that that guy based it on that series frankly i love you guys and you know i love comic books here we are i don't just <laughs> Do love, love i don't books? read comics i love them that that is one of the worst series i've ever read i started yeah. it and i was like oh this is just not good but you could you take all the liberties you want with that character and they made him so perfect so uh yeah i loved that uh-huh. i loved peacemaker uh-huh. too cuz i'm almost like i just want dc i'm like give me James Gunn is going to take these characters that we don't care about and he's going to make everyone love them. Mm -hmm. And that is all I want for the DC universe. (laughs) Because I'm like, nobody liked Captain America as much as they do now. And that's the point. Yeah, That's what Marvel did. And so James Gunn will do that with DC because he did that with Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Was it his decision to fire
0: Henry Cavill? Uh, I I really don't know all that. Uh, I think so. Hmm. I think that the way that the tweets that he wrote we're, we're, we're. I guess this is now as good a good time as ever to have my opinion on it. I've never vocalized it really, but, um, it's this is the thing is that Henry Cavill and like the old guard of DC is very much like, it's very much, uh, Zack Snyder's fingerprints are all over it. And so The Rock came in as Black Adam and he says, oh my gosh, what can I give the fans? Like he's like, I don't know if this movie's going to sell as well as we think it is. So let me give these fans something that will bring them to the theater, which was Henry Cavill back as Superman, which is something I want. Like I I wanted that. But Mm -hmm. DC made that move before they had a head of the studio and before they had a plan. Their plan was going to be Henry Cavill back with multiple sequels and kind of like restoring the Snyderverse l- loosely, mm-hmm. but then they said, "Okay, James Gunn, you can take this universe. Here's what we got. Here's the, here's our slate, and we're sticking to it till the end of the year, which was Black Adam in October." He they a week after Black Adam starts, uh, Henry or James Gunn is announced as the head of the studio, and they and they gave him full reign. They're like, "You, your vision for the ten years, go." Here's our priority characters, which are Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, Batman, whoever, the Flash, whoever. Um, and he says, okay, but James Gunn, and I think he made the right decision, which is, I don't just see, I don't see Henry Cavill Superman Superman taking that. I see all the toys in the box. You know, I, he doesn't want us to, he, he wants us to care about Superman, but you know who else he wants us to care about is freaking like, you, you don't know this character. Max Mercury, who is, like, this C-list Flash character who rules. And he's like, oh, I'm so excited to get to, like, use Max Mercury and, like, Mm -hmm. go full picture of the entire DC universe. So if I have to sacrifice Henry Cavill as Superman to get this actual, grounded, thorough, cohesive universe, I'll do it. Because also, we have no idea what he has planned. He's announcing his slate. It should be in the month of January. So. Okay. Or half of it. Yeah. So. This month we're gonna get a glimpse, and he's working. He's already working on a Superman script that doesn't include Henry, and that's how that news was announced. But he wants to collaborate with Henry. He's already working with Ben Affleck to get him a directing role. So it's like he's to re- reprise his role as Batman, or no? No, just, direct, just direct a project, which is like appeasing this this guy. And mm-hmm. you know, we don't know what's what's on the slate, but no, oh, he's a decent director he's as a- well. Arco's so. a great movie. Yeah, like, yeah. so it's like. I'm, I'm okay with all that. Like yeah. you know, I trust his vision. Robert Pattinson Batman isn't going anywhere, which is a great call. Like, that's going to be his Batman. No, oh, he's just they're going to stick to the Matt Reeves Batman. But whether or not they use him in that universe, we don't oh, know. Oh, I got it. Okay. All you have to know is the Flash movie. That's a really important movie to see because it's going to talk about the multiverse, and I think that's going to affect the, the entire direction moving forward. Okay. So there. And now going into my comic book <sighs> TV series, um. If you know me and you know, Hannah knows, you should know which one this is. Can you guess my favorite TV series of the year? Comics? What? Is it Marvel? Yeah. Then, yes. What is it? She-Hulk. It is She-Hulk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, I love this character so much. Uh, I, I sent Hannah, I was like, do you want to review this with me? Because I wanted to see if anyone would review that series with me, but everyone I talked to like wasn't in love with it, and I'm like because I'm a sucker for comic book accuracy. She is singularly the most comic book accurate.
1: I think I said I would have done it. I just wasn't like my review wasn't going to be like, it wasn't going to match yours. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally, and that's why we're here now.
0: Cause I'm like, okay, this is, I don't get to have a
1: lot to say about it. (laughs) Dan slot
0: is Dan slot is one of my favorite writers. He's a controversial writer, but that is literally his she Hulk. And to the point of what I write down in my notes, cause I'm not even using them right now. Um, in my notes, I just wrote down for She-Hulk, favorite part of the she is she, it was my favorite part of the MCU Phase Four, and that includes um, that includes Spider-Man No Way Home. I just thought that it was so freaking good, most single most comic accurate depiction of all time, uh, single best developed character in all of Marvel Comics. That is from a comic book perspective, not the MCU. But I think that she is literally the most uh, well developed character and I think that she has such a distinct voice. I think she has more of a distinct voice than uh, Black Widow. I think that they they needed to go with that, and they did, and they crushed it. Um, arguably, I, I always think she's the most important character in the Marvel Universe, and they crushed it. Uh, the yellow Daredevil suit was one of the best comic nods of all time. I was going to say,
1: is that the only reason, or is that like a big reason why you liked it so much was because the the tie-in with Daredevil? Because you have
0: such a crush on Daredevil you always have. I I love Daredevil. Um, Bringing Charlie Cox back was huge for me and that was his first costume in the comics. So like, there's something, it was just so earnest and beautiful but no, I I have her first appearance in the comics and I have like all these, she's my favorite Marvel female. Like hard stop. Mm -hmm. And so, I, when that series was announced, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm most excited for that. And it came so late. It was announced at the, at the same time as the Fantastic Four movie, which we have yet to even have a cast for. So this was great. But even the fourth wall breaks and people want to be like, that's Deadpool's thing. She did it first. So
1: I didn't I didn't actually have uh, hold on. I did have a problem with those, but it wasn't it wasn't because it was there. I, I didn't think they were executed Well, was it the ending of the the series? It the ending, like honestly, because I enjoyed She-Hulk, I thought it was like pretty good. Um, there was a couple things that I was like, "Eh," like I could have done without the wall breaks, but like that nothing that would have made me not like the show until the end. I was just like, this was not, this wasn't it for me.
0: That was it, and I'm with you. I don't think, but also for everyone saying that like people are like oh what's the what's the point what's the direction of the series i'm like what was the point of guardians number one you know what i mean like at some point too we didn't have a cohesive
1: yeah i don't think that you need to have a point to everything
0: people i didn't know that that was what people's issue was they're like i don't know what's happening and i'm like literally the quirkiness of she is a superhuman lawyer and and, yeah. and the shenanigans of that is so per- like that's all I want. I mean,
1: that's a funny thing. What's the point of literally any of the stuff we're talking about? Yeah, that, literally. If we're really gonna go into literally. that.
0: He's a bl- yeah. He's a, he's a blind guy that has good hearing. <laughs> all right, that's his power. You know, we don't need- <laughs> come on. Uh, live a little, but yeah. And, and I, th- I also thought it was fun. I thought it was so tonally distinct that is not usual for the for the MCU. Uh, but yeah, I just adored. I also thought Tatiana Maslany like was a perfect cast mm-hmm. cast. It was awesome. It was I awesome.
1: mean, I did really like that they, I liked the story that they told of having a female as the main character. And I thought they did a good job at executing like all of the sort of like modern day things that women deal with with like the dating profiles yeah. and then like the getting ghosted and the way that that feels and then sort of like the gaslighting like they poked the bear to get a reaction out of her yeah. and then they did and then they shamed her for the reaction that they forced like yeah. it was very it was very like culturally i thought like on par but yeah. it still wasn't
0: but the, then it ending, really kind of let me down the but ending was like wow like yeah it was tough a little yeah. too meta almost you yeah know? Um, I would have expected that from lo- something like Loki, you know, where it's like that show is so heady and so broad and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even it.
1: Well, yeah, and Loki kind of was like that, but that was the theme of Loki. So everything yeah. that, it, the, the things that happened where you were like, well, that was really like, to your point, like meta and like heavy, but like that was, that was all of Loki. Whereas this one I felt like was just such like a fun and like easy to digest. And then that happened and I was like, that didn't, it just threw me
0: off. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Um, Then there was, there's one more I was going to say and it was. Oh, oh, um, oh, I lost again. There we go. Oh, peacemaker. Was that you were
1: going go no, to go to? No, horrible he's mentioned?
0: my honorable mention, but...
1: Oh, you are going to talk about more about She-Hulk. Yeah,
0: I love it. Oh, him. okay. So sorry. Yeah, but I forgot. Oh, that was the... Oh, here it is. I, I feel like MCU takes it on the chin a lot with so many fan interjections, so mm-hmm. many opinions, and so many everything. I think that was the first time they ever poked the audience back. And it was just a poke. It wasn't a hit. It wasn't a punch. It was just a... Yeah. P- and I was like, that's... You know what? They get that, and they deserve it, and it was perfect, So. And also, I think the audience, like, so many people online, like, Twitter was a garbage fire while that was happening. <laughs> um, but they, the dialogue in that show that they were prompting those uh, characters with was, like, they anticipated the fan reaction before it even happened. And I loved that so much. So, they're, like, they knew the complaints because they filmed it, obviously, ahead of its release. They didn't change anything. And so... I loved that. It was awesome. Um, Okay, Hannah. Now we're at the big one. Oh, my God. It's time. Best movie. Not comic book movie. Your favorite movie of 2022.
1: I kind of want you to go first. I'll go
0: first because, honestly, I'm so unconfident in my answer. I didn't watch very many 2022 releases. Um, But this is a movie that I watched that it was a Netflix (laughs) original, which should maybe spoil what what it is. Yeah. Not a Netflix original. That changed from last week. No, Probably.
1: Your answer to me last week. Okay.
0: What was going. my answer last week?
1: Just keep going.
0: Okay, it was. This is Netflix exclusive release, but I was watching it and I got so caught up in the fun of it that it was a who done it, and I was like, you know what? I don't even care who did it. I'm just having fun. Glass Onion. I knew you. as soon as you said the who done it, I was like, oh. Yeah, it's Glass Onion. Uh, let me read you the reasons because, you know what? No. That is so
1: so. That is Cameron. What you, did I say you, last week?
0: well oh, what you gun. said which I think is my
1: is uh, gonna end up because I hadn't watched it when you told uh, me it was your favorite and then I did
0: it, I, I wasn't a, I said I wasn't a huge fan of the, uh, Knives Out the original but upon rewatching that that was on me because that movie ruled the ensemble cast <laughs> amazing I love Catherine Hahn. Edward Norton coming back was um, I just love Edward Norton too I thought the the growth of uh what's his face Daniel Day, uh, Daniel Craig was amazing <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis surprisingly in the cast um, <laughs> This movie let us stop caring about the who did it and just let us have fun, which was amazing and priceless. I also thought that it was beautiful and unique. And, like, when it was tense, it was perfectly tense. I think Ryan Johnson's – because I watched Brick, or at least the first half of Brick. I never finished it. But it was – that's a great movie. And it's very much a crime noir. And so Mm -hmm. I think this is him going back to his roots. So, yeah, it was just wow. It was awesome. I'll hold off on my on my honorable mention, but that was a movie. Because when I think about twenty twenty two, I was like, I don't know what came. I was like, eh,
1: there,
0: there's like two movies that I liked. Yeah. And then I r- found a weird new genre called mumblecore, which is actually like oh. my brand. So it, you're a
1: mumbling vampire.
0: I'm a yeah. It's okay. my new brand. <laughs> I meant that. <laughs> sure. Don't say sure like that. I'm a vampire. <laughs> I'll bite you. Um and what's your what's your movie? I want to see my honorable mentions. Cause. Okay,
1: well one was gonna be the winner and one was gonna be my honorable mention. It was very I me felt like the top two were pretty clear to me. I did There's two movies that came out that I have not yet seen okay. that I really want to see, and oh, they, and they may appear at some point. Um See How They Run? Sam Rockwell.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Is that you're really excited for that? I was like, Sam Rockwell, but I'm like, I have no idea what this is about. I don't know how much I care about this.
1: Well, I care about it because obviously I'm more loyal to Sam Rockwell than you. Hey, let's not be like that. But it's also Adrian Brody, and it's also Sourcey Ronan, and it's just a cast that I'm excited about, and I feel like they're not going to not gonna let me down. I got Adrian
0: um, Brody confused with Adam Brody for a second. And well, they're I, both heartthrobs. I've been watching the OC, <laughs> and Seth, <laughs> Seth Cohen is literally me. I'm not, yeah. I'm not Adam Brody, but I mean comic book references and dry humor-wise, mm-hmm. that is like... I'm like, I've never felt so seen. <laughs> like, I love, that you, I love that you found that in him. The rest of the series, the drama, I'm not there. Yeah. I'm not there with that. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: And then I really want to see All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Um, anyways, so... That's a foreign film. W- yes, it is. Where you. I have... Great book, though. Mm-hmm. Where I have landed is i think my favorite movie 2022 would very surprising be top gun maverick
0: top gun maverick was my honorable not
1: surprising surprising that that was my choice
0: no no, yeah it surprised me yeah or surprised you because same it surprised me too yeah that but based
1: off of the rave that it's rave yeah yeah that has gotten um like of course that's probably like that would that i don't think that that answer would be surprising to anybody yeah i didn't I had not seen it. I put it honestly. I didn't ever feel like I was so drawn to see it. And then when I, and when I finally did, the reason why it ended up winning for me over the other one is that it's so freaking rewatchable oh. that I and you're gonna love it and have so much fun every time you rewatch it. It is amazing. And that is why we like movies. Yeah, is like you have fun, you escape into their world, and it's in a positive way. Not one of those like ones that you walk out and you're like borderline suicidal
0: it's not American Heartbreak by Zach Bryan yeah
1: okay that (laughs) album it has a lot of really lovely and beautiful and joyful songs as well talk about
0: judge a book by its cover
1: anyways
0: (laughs) no I'm with you so that was your honorable mention where did you watch it I have two but yeah that one
1: okay this is the part that's gonna make people mad is I watched it here at home
0: same I watched it at, at the office half
1: watching it Oh, okay. I mean, I at least did watch it on a screen. Yeah, I did. A full screen. Okay, I watched it on a screen. A TV screen, a big screen. <laughs> I, didn't,
0: I didn't hear the podcast on Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it w- you watched it on your TV, though. Yes. I didn't watch it on my TV. I watched it late while I was doing work. Uh, but that, I didn't get any work done. No, like, it's so fun. It is, like, so... That movie's, like, addictive. And
1: it, bring, it brings back characters
0: that you love, Oh yeah! Everyone gets a and moment, and it feels homey, and yeah. I don't know. It is. There's so much there where it's like it, because it's it's not like I. It's not one of those movies too that's like it. It harps on this on the original. But it doesn't. It doesn't rely on it at no, all. No, not at all. It's
1: got its own story. Yeah. And if you never saw Top Gun, you could probably jump in. Yeah. You. No, I take that back. You 100. You. You wouldn't get some of the sentimental. Yeah. Side of it, but you would. You could follow it and enjoy it and like it.
0: Yeah, and like. You know, I. I feel like everyone has an opinion on Tom Cruise, but I'm like, yeah, I think he's the last movie star. Where it's like, I thought he did you, great. No, it's it's you. You go to a you go to the movies and you watch Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? You, oh, I see. you I'm not relying yeah. on him for um. What's it called? Uh, you know, diversity in characters. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, to the point where it's like one of my most anticipated movies. I think 2023 is a great year for movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what's called Mission Impossible. I also watched all those this year and they're mm-hmm. amazing. I should rewatch those. They're really good on Paramount Plus too. Um, Love it. But he is he is fascinating and. He crushed that movie. I think also one of the bigger gets for this is Christopher McQuarrie, who plays uh, or who who he was a producer on it. Mm. And they just took the bank home. And I'm mm-hmm. also like glad I have always thought Miles Teller was like underrated. I'm going to say, what a year for Miles Teller. I'm glad. Yeah, no. And he's I think he had a bad 2020. I think everyone was on him about his COVID stuff. And I'm like, Whatever. Oh, I didn't know any of it. Oh, he, like, everyone on the internet was bad-mouthing him because of his COVID stuff. I don't care about well, that. Well, I don't know what his, I'm saying I don't know what his COVID stuff is. So I don't his, know what that means. His Spectacular Now was a great movie. A long time ago, with Shailene Woodley. Oh, yeah. Great movie that he's in. I thought him as Reed Richards was fine. And that's all I have to say about that. But, like, uh, what's it called? He's in another movie. Footloose. I haven't seen that. <laughs> is he in Chronicle? He might not be. That's Michael B. Jordan. But, very different actors, but... I'm yeah, <laughs> I was like, how did you get those two Because Because Michael B. Jordan, Josh Trank... Because they're in a move one movie together? No, because Josh Trank directed Chronicle, and he also directed Fan Force Dick. Okay. So there you go. That's how deep cut okay. I am. I'm a fan. <laughs> but, uh you yeah, know, Miles Teller, uh, I, I really like him as an actor. And Whiplash. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: duh. Whiplash. That's the big one.
0: Yeah. And then his co-star in that, Melissa Benoit, as Supergirl. Amazing. But anyways... Yeah, I really like I really like Miles Teller, and so I'm glad to see – because people love him, but I'm like, he was not the main character in that movie. It was Maverick, which was dumb because obviously Ooh, yeah. it's the title. But I always thought like, oh, he's going to – oh, man, the swings that movie took. And, it...
1: and Jay Ellis I just love, and he was in it
0: too. Is he the, the other kid? Like, what's was it called? The one who saved him at the end?
1: No, that's um, Glenn Powell, who I – also really like
0: glenn powell everyone you know and i'm on the train now the the comic book Twitter's glenn powell for hal jordan green lantern that's it like he's a pilot and that's Mm -hmm, like a major mm -hmm. part he's very much maverick
1: that's so weird he was just in another pilot movie with um Uh, jonathan majors yeah jonathan majors tying it all back to comics you know
0: yeah i'm so that's what i do here talk about a year from jonathan majors i'm Mm -hmm. hannah and i years ago watched uh uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco. Last Black Man in San Francisco, and he's amazing in that movie. Amazing. That was like his first movie, I think. Yeah. Or, I mean, at least that we knew and, of. And he like went to Juilliard, like, because I looked up his like yeah. his credentials, and he like got a master's in acting. And like, when you look at, I'm just so glad he's a movie star because I don't think anyone knew who he was when he was uh, announced as the like, king. Besides you and me. Yeah. But besides you and me. Yeah. Because we were like, oh my gosh, this movie. We is were so, so excited. Freaking good. Yeah. And, and I'm like that's what made me tr- that's what, the kind of stuff that makes me trust the mcu is yeah, like, yeah yeah they're going for quality and like obviously because of their quality they get the the, the big names but damn like that so glenn powell needs to be in a dc project asap uh, whether it's hal jordan or anyone else but yeah no i'm so glad i'm so glad we talked about that uh Top Gun maverick and then also my other honorable mention everything everywhere all at once oh, that was my honorable mention great Great. 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 That movie also lives up to the hype and It like, does. I just love like you know Asian Asian American uh cinema is so cool because like I feel like we've riffed on it for so long but like the legacy in that movie too of mm-hmm. the act—it's a new Matrix and it's mm-hmm. so original. Like what a year for A twenty four. Oh, for sure. But it's like, are they even indie anymore? You know what I mean? That's that's where my head. Yeah, not up. really. It's like when I think of Image Comics, because like, A twenty four itself is a brand, and I would say even more than Netflix, even more than mm-hmm. Paramount. Mm-hmm. Like they are crut Like it's. It's like Image Comics, genuinely. Like they are as big as the other studios, which they should be.
1: The only reason I didn't end up picking that one as my number one is it was purely based off of like Top Gun Maverick, Anytime, Anywhere. Happy to watch it. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once is a. Li- it's it's headier. It's I, I I it's it's not a movie that I'm gonna probably watch many more times in my life i mean i would highly highly recommend it to everyone i will definitely watch it again yeah but it's not
0: like yeah you need to be in the mood i I yeah yeah but
1: uh, it was so sweet and sentimental at the end and i cried and the rock scene at the end it's just it was amazing it was to your point it was incredibly original yeah. And the whole time you're like, it's over, it's not over, it's over, it's not over. It's not over. Credits, but that doesn't mean it's over. Oh my like, gosh, and now you these two rocks are know. talking to each other. And yeah. Like, wait, what? You're, like, yeah, you're just like, what the fuck am I watching? It's but amazing. it's
0: amazing. It's amazing. Sorry, I said the F word. You know, everyone's apologizing for that lately and it's fine, but I'm oh like, I say it all the time. <laughs> um, okay, great. Now that was, that was great. I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, how's this? I don't think it was a great year for movies, but the movies that can't, that, that hit really hit, Yeah. which is, yeah. which is the best case. Um, okay, Hannah. So what tough category, what me. is your the comic book movie? Yeah.
1: What's yours? <laughs> I think
0: there's only one and that's all I have to say about that. So Ooh. what is your, well, I is,
1: haven't seen Makana forever.
0: Okay. Okay. Which in, I want to. Oh, talk about a freaking movie. That movie that hits. It is like, that's one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. In really? the best way. It's heartbreaking because... See,
1: I think I'm going to love it. I think that probably would have been my choice. I just hadn't seen it.
0: It's a love letter to Chadwick Boseman. Oh, God. It literally, in the best I way. I said that, I'm
1: sorry. I want to no, make sure that that was a, oh, God, I'm going to cry, not a, oh, yeah. God, roll my eyes.
0: It is like, and it was almost too sad it was almost too Ooh. sad, but yeah, the ending redeems it, and you'll know when when it happens. You'll it, know when you know. Yeah, it is. All right, it hit like it. It's a gut punch in the bat, in the most in a way that only Ryan Coogler can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, cause he is the guy. So mm-hmm. it's every. I think. I think for a sequel, it's everything you want out of that movie. And I love, I love Namor the Submariner, and nobody freaking, nobody likes him. And if you do say you like him, I don't believe you because he's so <laughs> he's so unlikable in the comics. But they make him a sympathetic character, and I'm like, thank you. It was awesome. So what's what's not your movie? <laughs> that, that's not my movie either, though.
1: Um, Doctor Strange.
0: Wow. I know. I know. That's a ta- that's a hot take. <laughs> I know. Okay, why was Doctor Strange multiverse? Well, of the madness? only other
1: one I really enjoyed was was Thor.
0: Okay, I'm gonna say a movie, and you're gonna be like, wow. Okay, but. Okay. He, um I want to hear Doctor Strange first. I um uh
1: wh- why what am I going to say? I liked it because <laughs> I don't know why it's your <laughs> No, I just really like froze for a second because of what you said to Good. me about. I'm glad Knowing is. when you say your name, your movie that I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. So then I started it's trying to best. think. I started trying to think what it was in my head, no. and, I got, and I forgot what I was doing. Okay, so
0: Sam okay. Raimi directed a Marvel MCU movie, and I think that's a big deal.
1: Okay, so mul- the Multiverse of Madness, I liked it because I love Scarlet Witch. I think she's. Mm-hmm. I love her so much, and I so I liked. I liked and. I, in in wandavision and in sort of like their previous relationship between dr change and her i've always really liked and so and so the spin on it of her being like i love her character i love that she's evil but for such a understanding Mm -hmm. and valid reason and such a heartbreaking reason and a comic book
0: accurate reason like yeah sure yes and for me that's a big deal no 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 of course but i'm yeah. i wouldn't have
1: known but i mean but yes i you've heard i've heard you say that because so.
0: wandavision i'm like it almost didn't hit the grief enough and like and they almost resolved it and then dr strange doubled down and they did it and i'm mm-hmm. like i got full house of m wanda and mm-hmm. which is like oh, i wanted that so yeah awesome.
1: and it was and i like that it was a little bit like scarier there was a little more to it i was like oh that was like had some like truly spooky moments i thought yeah yeah um uh, but I I'm such a sucker like probably also why like Loki was my favorite show from the year before and everything everywhere all at once like I love timelines and multiverses and oh, really? I, I love I think it's just endlessly fascinating oh, you gotta watch and the thinking Flash about how that could like actually play into like our real life and our own multiverse I don't know I just could get I can nerd out over so hard on multiverse and timeline shit and I so I so I it it, it was very much on par with like what my style already is
0: okay great is there okay from that is there a multiverse appearance that was the most important to you from that movie because there's a lot of cameos yeah but i saw it
1: such a long time there's one now. in
0: particular that i feel like is yours i'm just gonna say <laughs> it patrick stewart <laughs> as professor xavier oh. <laughs> kind of like oh one of the God. biggest deals yeah yeah Sheesh, oh i forgot God. about
1: that whole scene and then what's his name
0: john krasinski yeah as john Reed krasinski Richards. yeah
1: the that biggest, was fun but no you're right i did forget about that for a yeah, second and i'm sorry and even black
0: bolt was a huge deal that was that was huge yeah no it was and it, it tied into the what if series which is like wow i yeah i, I kind of wish they didn't but like okay it was good like i like that movie but the ending was actually that one that got me too because i'm like okay I'm, you lost me with the You heart, didn't like the ending? When the heartfelt scene is literally between her and the zombie strange. I'm like, guys, we can like jet like Yeah. It's a little bit too silly. I'm like, yeah, I can't fair. take I can this that. seriously. Uh-huh. Uh and but otherwise like for, that one had a lot of like, oh my gosh, it was a flop. Da-da. I didn't think it was a flop at all. I loved no, it. No, I didn't think so. Obviously. And I and the for the Illuminati <laughs> to show up for them to say it's the the first time it's the 616. That's the most important thing to me, which uh-huh. is like Cause that's Marvel's in Canon Like in the comics. Mm -hmm. It is referred to as six one six. So that is amazing. Um, I think John Krasinski is, uh, I didn't ever believe that was the biggest fan cast ever for Reed Richards. I didn't ever believe he could do it. And I'm like, Oh wow, no, you're perfect. Mm -hmm. His somber voice and the beard Reed too. I just love fantastic four so much. So them finally having a place there was great. Even if he died, I was like, Oh, that was heartbreaking. Um, so that was cool. Um, okay, so now, Hannah, are you ready for, what's your, do you have an honorable mention? No. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I have two honorable mentions. And they're, you wouldn't suspect them either. Um, so great. My best comic book movie, I thought this was like the obvious choice, The Batman. I know, but I couldn't, I didn't finish it. I didn't like it. Oh wow! I know. I oh know. my! I
1: knew that's what you were gonna pick. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I was pretty. I mean, I was fairly certain. But yeah. then you made me feel like you made me second guess myself. Oh my a gosh! You have to, go. number
0: one. You have to finish it. So let's like, let's just start there. Yeah. Get, get
1: cozy and finish it. Like it's... it's so long. Okay. And it's so dark. Okay. Endgame was like literally as long as the Batman. Yeah, but Endgame was just like the benefits that we reaped were same as Civil War i know i I loved all those no matter
0: what the mcu wants to say i still think that batman is the most is is the number one most popular comic book character of all time
1: yeah and i think that part of why i i had a hard time with batman is it was like personally as somebody who's not a comic book reader so i don't have that like i don't i don't have that attachment to the character to the story as just a viewer Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I don't, I'm so, I'm so burnt out of Batman. I, <laughs> I, I'm like, I get it. Like, like how many fucking Batmans do we need? How many oh, storylines no. do we need? How many times do we, I get it. Like I get it. You're so funny. And every time I tried to turn it on, it was so, it was, it, it reminded me. I thought like, oh, this is for sure. was a David Fincher movie. Oh, yeah, like perfectly. it was had such that tone, which yeah. as I've said on the podcast many times, I don't like that tone. It
0: is very oh, okay. upsetting to me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's
1: too grotesque. I don't like it. They did the dark water scenes all the. T- I don't like those things. You know. Oh yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, Gotham's. But not I happy know that kids. people
1: love it, and I love that people like you, who actually know what they're talking about, loved it, and you got something that you loved. Out the of it. only,
0: I guess, like I, I don't think it was a perfect movie, and I don't even think I don't think I'm in the camp. It's the best Batman movie either. Like, but it did a couple things that. I did love, and this is why. Um, number one, I don't have to. I don't have. I don't know how much I have to say about the Batman that already has been said. This is a character that everyone has an opinion on. Mm-hmm. But it's funny to me that you're like, I'm like, okay, you're into the the 26th installment of the MCU, and Batman's the one that exhausts you. That's what I found funny. Because it's
1: the same story. It's the same. The MCU is a continuation. This is no. just a redo. I guess. And a redo, and a redo,
0: and a redo, and a redo, and a redo. I think this movie is gorgeous, cinematic and brooding, which is what a Batman story should be. I also thought it was so distinct. It was like m- the most distinct uh take on Batman since um the what's it called? Uh since the Nolan movies, which is, mm-hmm. you know, we've which had whatever two Batman movies that. since then if you want to include the Justice Leagues. So, um do I think it's a perfect 10? No. But most importantly, why it's my best superhero movie, it made Batman in the ending. And it's not a spoiler, but it made Batman a symbol of hope to Gotham, which he is. Everyone wants him to be this like dark brooding detector that you're terrified of. Um, if you're committing a crime, then you should be afraid of Batman. Like the the bad the, 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 uh, symbol, that signal should scare you. But if you're a child being rescued, you shouldn't. And that's an important part of Batman, and that's where they it Like that's the note they ended the movie on, where it's like, no, he's he is vengeance, and he goes by that all the time. And and but like the point of it is that he's a. Uh, Did the, the old
1: Batmans... I don't remember them ever him being scary some, to civilian or to like normal people who weren't committing crimes. This
0: is the thing: is like the Nolan Batman. Number one, Ben Affleck's Batman was literally just terrifying all the time. like (laughs) He used a gun. He like branded a guy. I'm like, we don't need to do this. Like we really don't. Um, That's, that's grotesque and unnecessary. Uh, And and this thing is, I like Ben Affleck's Batman too. It's just different. Um, And then Christian Bale's Batman was like always in the shadows and nobody, he was, he was an urban myth. Mm -hmm. Uh, This, we had, we had uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman rescuing, reaching out his hand to people, saving them eventually to the point where, it was dusk as in the sun was breaking, which is something we, we don't see. And mm-hmm. so it was so meaningful. It was so impactful. And people like, people think that Batman shouldn't be, he should be the monster under your bed. And I'm like, no. And so that's what I liked the most. Um, his mission is that what happened to him doesn't happen to another child. And that's what makes him being a symbol of hope. So important. And that, that's my favorite part. Cause I'm like, no, like there's the, there's a very end scene where he's rescuing a woman. He, and he puts her on a stretcher and she like, won't let his hand go. And I'm like, That's it. That's perfect. Because Mm -hmm. that's what he sets off to do is not Mm -hmm. not let what happened to him happen to someone else. And so it was beautiful. Uh Gotham wants him, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh he's welcome there, which is not something we've seen. Right. And and I like that. So uh we saw it in the Schumacher Batmans, but I didn't want that that way. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's that that's why I liked it. Um I'm excited for more of that. Uh, and then my honorable mentions two the only two marvel special presentation films that came out this year which was werewolf by night Mm -hmm. which was one of my i'm so glad we finally have like an actual horror installment in black and white so tasteful such a cool movie such a cool idea we got man thing in the mcu and then the guardians of the galaxy christmas special i
1: didn't even think about considering those for some reason as movie as best
0: movie though the best superhero movies Concrete. No, I know, yeah. but I
1: guess I didn't because cons- they were specials and they were yeah. short. I don't know. But yeah, the, uh, I really liked Werewolf by Night like a lot.
0: Yeah, I thought those were so cool. And I'm like I'm like those were actually cuz sometimes it felt like a lot of stuff was rehashed this year, so those were those were good. Um okay, last one. Oh, last two. I got two for you um before you go into 2023, which is best ongoing series is the comic books. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Best Ongoing Series, Batman by Chip Zdarsky and George Jimenez. It's amazing. It's the new Batman book. Uh, Made me more excited than anything else in the world. Everyone knows how much I love Zdarsky. And George Jimenez's art and Zdarsky's writing style put together is so different. So it was beautiful. He has a Lee Weeks flair. I love it. If you're not reading it, you should be. Every single week gets my pick. And then the Best Limited Series, which is an author I interviewed... One Star Squadron by Mark Russell and Steve Lieber. I love Mark Russell. He's amazing. He takes C-list heroes and makes them relevant. There's so much emotion. I'm going to do a YouTube video on this, so make sure to you keep your eyes peeled for that. I think this is a perfect miniseries that is criminally underrated, so pick it up. Okay, Hannah. We are... It is 9 p.m. We did good. <laughs> we did great. We're an hour now. So we have our last little bullet points. Um... Last time we filmed this episode, you gave me COVID.
1: Um, you can cut that if you want. I mean, I, no, we can. It's just... all
0: out there. <laughs> okay, actually, and this is the last time we're doing this episode. <laughs>
1: okay, I give you a wait in for just a quick 30 seconds. Okay. Your favorite Batman actor that ever played.
0: Uh, Kevin Conroy. Rest in peace. This episode is dedicated to Kevin Conroy. He is the voice actor of Batman. A voice actor. He, Fun and, choice. And he, no, it's not just the voice actor. It's He did it for 20 years. Mm. He is the definitive voice of Batman. He is uh, Batman. He is. And say. to the point, he died this year. And it was actually one of, a lot of Stan Lee's death happened. And I didn't feel like. I was like, he was almost a hundred. like, I'm like, that was, he lived a good life. He lived a great life. Yeah. I saw so much of Stanley. Great. Yeah. I didn't take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. I did take personally. It personally. I was like, well, that's you. He, he was the actor in my favorite Batman movie. And I, I hard stopped the best Batman movie, which is, uh, Batman mask of the phantasm. It is the single bet ba- to the point of Hannah. The animated series was so influential and I made you watch this years ago. Batman, the animated series was so influential that it gave us Harley Quinn. Mm. And when Hannah was going to be Harley Quinn for Halloween, <laughs> oh, yeah. I made her watch Batman <laughs> yep. mad love. Yep. One and of I did. the best, and I
1: really liked it.
0: And that's literally that all of that. So it's Mark Hamill, it's Luke Skywalker as the Joker, Kevin Conroy as Batman, Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn, perfect series. So there you go. That's a hard <laughs> stop. And I mean this, I die on the hill that the DC animated universe is still better than the MCU. Hard stop. It's so good. Um, Okay. Okay, there you go. That's that's my Great. And I believe it. I believe it. Live action. I'll give it to um, I'll give it to Christian Bale. Okay. But also Michael Keaton is so good. So. Yeah. Underrated. <laughs> but But maybe getting his due now. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, just Okay, wondering. Hannah, uh who's who's yours? I don't really have one. Okay, cool.
1: Cuz I haven't <laughs> seen enough. Oh my gosh. Christian Bale, I guess.
0: Cool. And that's a good one. <laughs>
1: And I I loved those movies. People loved.
0: People are like, "Wow, DC really stinks," and I'm like, "Literally, we don't have an MCU without the Dark Knight trilogy." So,
1: yeah, and that trilogy is like,
0: it transcends
1: genres. So I feel like that's just stupid for anybody. That's just yeah. People like I don't like
0: superheroes, but I like the Dark Knight, and that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So your number what 2023 what are you looking forward to the oh
1: okay yeah real quick honestly just all the Marvel stuff like literally okay I
0: said one
1: I had I, uh, all of it okay um,
0: you can, you're like okay the entire universe I'm like um, but I'm sick of Batman
1: <laughs> well I can't pick between Ant-Man and Guardians
0: okay I can help you out Guardians Ant-Man's mind yeah
1: <clears throat> but then Jonathan Majors and Ant-Man is just so it's gonna be yeah I don't know I That's, can't choose but then Loki season two I don't know Marvel, um,
0: just Marvel. Uh, not Loki season two for me. Yeah, but you didn't like Loki season yeah, one. Yeah, I, I
1: did Um Ant-Man's going to be great.
0: Ant-Man is actually, what I'm so excited about, it makes me a little bit sad that Ant-Man, him, Paul Rudd almost himself is kind of being looked over because of the larger MCU story being told. It's, like, it's mm-hmm. more of a Kang movie. It's more of mm-hmm. a setup for the rest of the MCU. I'm like, I really want to see how they, they, they navigate that, but I'm like, I'm just... The Jonathan Majors as Kang costume we've seen is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like, I love it so much. And I love Kang. Kang is wasn't
1: wo- there a big debate that you and I... Didn't you not know for sure that that was Kang in Loki?
0: It wasn't Kang. That was a version of Kang. That was... Uh... Kang has, like, four different iterations, and they better... For for the sake of my listeners that know, Um, for Young Avengers... If they're going to do it, there's a very important version of Kang within that team. And that's what I love the most. And mm-hmm. so, okay. like, who do we see? It was like, it was like someone, it's like the high evolutionary or someone. I don't know his name and that's not it, but that wasn't Kang. That was okay. a version of Kang. Like variants. Like Right, a, right, right. So it, it was a variant of Kang. Okay. So, yeah. So Ant-Man is yours. Ant-Man Quantumania is mine for the sake of that. Yeah. For Kang, the repercussions that will come from, and that. then yours is Guardians. Then
1: it's tied. I gotta be honest, but I yeah, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm um, probably gonna cry, but I'm gonna laugh too. That's what makes it so. Great. It's
0: gonna look so. I'm just so because also you know that James Gunn really cares about this movie, and yeah, like, that's why I'm gonna cry. It's his send off too for Marvel, which is a beautiful thing. That's and and like uh, I mean, don't cry because he's literally gonna make so many more movies for DC
1: but uh, but it's like the end of the Guardians. and, and it's not the and, end of the guardians but of that um, like type that st- that arch that whole that I disagree I mean I don't know
0: I'm like i think they're I feel do... like
1: that's the that's the send off of that
0: A franchise i guess yeah within, within with those
1: actors with that whole i, I... I think
0: those actors are going I don't think all of them are going I think, what's her face? I like think Nebula's going to stay. But
1: I mean, but right. Like, they all individually may make appearances or cameos or whatever. But as, like, the whole. Yeah. As, the, as, as the that group. As the
0: Guardians. Um. Okay. And then I also want to do some DC love. I think The Flash is going to be really good against all odds. That movie is testing so high. And so I'm just really excited for that. So, excited for that to come out. Aquaman too. I'm really excited. We have a good But then also non-comic movies also. We have the new Mission Impossible. We have another. We have another franchise that's coming out with another one. Oh my God, John Wick. That's what it was. I'm like, I'm so excited Mm -hmm. about those. So, Mm -hmm. there we go. Okay, Hannah, thank you so much for spending over an hour with us on the best of the year episode of Camera Reads Comics. Thanks for having Um, me back. Make sure everyone who's listening to go leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to clobber those like and subscribe buttons. Uh, Yeah, and. Comment some of your favorite things. Make, give me a list and comment your favorite things. Yeah, give us movies to watch. I
1: always need recommendations.
0: Yeah, and she, we're good on TV apparently. But yeah, <laughs> don't to.
1: don't tell me about TV. <laughs> but
0: movies, <laughs> we'll take. Um, we will see you guys later. I'm Cameron. I don't just read comics. I love them. See you next time.